Hello, my beautiful ladies. Welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast to one of the last episodes of 2021. Oh my gosh. I'm still just freaking out that the year is coming to an end and less because I feel the pressure of it and more because I'm just so in awe of how much time a year actually is and the amount of experiences and the amount of growth that each year holds and like it feels like it went by really fast but also as you will hear in this episode a lot of shit has gone down in my world and I'm just so thankful that I followed the intuitive nudge to start this podcast again and to connect with all of you again because now I understand why that was. I understood that one day I would see why I needed to go through so many things at once but I'm just so thankful that we have this space and that I'm able to just openly share with you where I failed this year (laughs) like straight up. I know it's really sexy and it's really cool to see all everybody's wins and the confetti and the champagne popping and the balloons and yes I'm guilty of that too I love that I'm all for us taking up the damn space and celebrating ourselves and I also don't want to lead from a place of just painting perfection like I just roll up and everything was just peachy keen and rainbows and butterflies while I've scaled to six figures like because it's just not the truth and I would rather people lean in to the space to any space that I hold because they want the full truth versus just nice curated pictures of what success is on Instagram does that make sense so I wanted to get really candid and tell you straight up where I failed this year And what lessons you can take for yourself if you're a coach that is scaling to six figures or multiple six figures. So let's dive in to the three biggest areas of growth for me. The first one is, uh, this one is like, this one needs 20 gold stars at the end of it. Where I really lost myself is that I let circumstances completely deflate and crumble my belief and my desires and when things happened when things went quote-unquote wrong I thought that I was literally losing everything I created a whole story about how I wasn't meant to sustain success because let me I mean I'll be straight up q1 and q2 were freaking popping that was when I was seeing such beautiful momentum following December 2020 which I had my highest cash month and then I was rolling into Q1 and and Q2 with five figure sales months and then a five figure sales week and I was like oh my gosh and it was it was like okay let me ride this momentum and then things happened Q3 was rough for me um you know there was an unexpected loss in the family there were clients backing out of contracts there was a legal issue like and it was all relatively in the same span of time and I let those circumstances completely deflate my desires completely deflate my belief in what I wanted 
to create and what I was available for. And I took the external circumstances and I created stories that worked against me. Instead of seeing the circumstances as temporary things, as opportunities for me to grow, and as proof that God was preparing me for something bigger. I was working out of my old identity, which is when things go wrong, I shift into victimhood and I just shrink and I say, okay, well, since all of this is happening, that must mean that I can't have it. That must mean that I can't hold on to success. That must mean that I'm not good enough yet. That must mean all of that. (laughs) I just played victim to everything that was happening. And now on the other side of it, and experiencing the overflow that's actually more than what I even thought was going to be possible (laughs) before that all happened I realized that the truth is that God source spirit universe whatever your jam is God doesn't just see the like for example for me God doesn't just see the 100k version of me God doesn't just see that minuscule part of my life which I was so fixated on God has the whole picture in mind and since he sees the whole picture and since he has the ultimate divine plan of what's going to go down in my life and what I'm really created for that naturally means that we are put through loving situations that wake us up that show us where we have to grow in order to be a match to receive at the level that we want to receive and where we get to cultivate more faith where we get to cultivate more belief where we get to hold firmer boundaries where we get to raise expectations of what like who we're here to serve and what we're available for and how we get to conduct ourselves all of that but i didn't see that I went the other way instead of spiraling upward into more belief into more faith into oh my gosh this much this must mean that God is giving me this much contrast God is giving me this much challenges at once because he's trying to show me what I'm really capable of and he's trying to prepare me for double the amount as much conflict as I'm in right now he's preparing me for double the amount of abundance oh my gosh yes let me glean these lessons let me grow through this and let me just stay open and available to the miracles that are just around the corner I didn't get there for a long time for a couple months and now I see that I see that so clearly now And it really took some mirroring, honestly, the most firm mirroring. I have amazing coaches. I had had one coach and then I had a private coach. I was in a somatic group program. I, I had a lot of support. I was coached up, thankfully. But the real kick in the ass that woke me up was actually through my boyfriend. (laughs) He was just like, you know, you've been moping around and you've been miserable for so long now. I didn't, this is, this is how crazy it is, y'all. This is how, this is how much energy speaks. I thought I was putting on a good front. (laughs) I thought that I was smiling along and cracking my jokes and I thought that I was putting on a good show that I was handling things okay. But my energy was saying otherwise and that allowed me to see that that must be the energy that I'm projecting out when I'm showing up online and like it's time for me to stop running from that feel it use the tools that I've invested that I've integrated to 
to get to the root of that and transform it into power to stop hiding underneath this identity of victimhood and like buying into the stupid stories that I can't sustain success and that I have to become victim to these circumstances and that I have to then dream smaller and goal smarter and negotiate when that's not the objective of this listen people that don't aren't going for that much aren't tested at that level do you get what I'm saying with this so if you are in a position where you're going for big things and you also are being met with some big challenges or maybe things are happening all at once, that's because you're going for big things. And there's nothing wrong. That's the biggest shift that I am taking with me from this year. I'm not just showing you my failures. I also want to show you the other side of this. I want to share with you the value, the juice, the lessons that were on the other side of this. And what that is, for me is nothing has gone wrong those challenges are exactly right those challenges are the refinement and the preparation and the growth and it's just an an opportunity to be in non-resistance and to fully trust more than I doubt because to doubt myself is to doubt really who God created me to be so now what I'm doing I mentioned this a little bit in the in the episode before this one where I talked about the millionaire mindset to plan for a, like a thriving year. I'm creating an oh shit plan. <laughs> I'm creating a plan of how I'm going to stay in belief and how I'm going to be there for myself and stick with faith over doubt when things go wrong, quote unquote. When things feel hard, how am I going to up my belief? How am I going to up my self-care? How am I going to up my spiritual practice? How am I going to get back to baseline of utter confidence, certainty, and trust? And also, caveat, very important, how am I going to create an oh shit plan for when things go really well? Because as much as we want to just plan for the bad, how are we going to plan for freaking explosion, overflow, when all the clients start coming, when all the money's coming, when all the opportunities are coming, oh my gosh, right? When all of that overflow is happening, because that's also another extreme of, oh shit. Our energy and our bodies don't really know, oh, this is good stress because things are like, clients are coming, all this money is coming, all these opportunities are coming. It, it just understands, holy shit, we're being really, really, really stimulated and stretched right now. This is really scary contract that's the other side that we often aren't keen to plan for but I'm for sure it's all gonna plan for that at the end of this year so that whatever extreme I don't feel uh, like I'm gonna be a victim to any of those extremes I'm super well prepared and I'm well resourced and I have a baseline of belief and utter confidence and faith all right number two we're talking about money. We're talking about our stories around money. So this year where I saw the biggest area for growth was I spent a lot of time spiraling and feeling like money controlled me versus cultivating a relationship where I actually partner with money and there's mutual respect and there's mutual trust and I made some pretty powerful investments this year, but I feel like I didn't fully, I didn't fully own the power in that and I didn't fully see the 
I guess I didn't fully take advantage of the value that I was investing for because I made the investment out of pure belief and then I found myself spiraling. Just making all these stories about what it meant about me and feeling a little crazy and feeling a little like, oh my gosh, but money's so hard to come by and I don't fully trust that it'll come back and doubting money and doubting myself. And ultimately, it roots in this idea that money gives me permission to move, right? It's like money holds the power here. And when I was taking steps to break out of that story, I think that it really activated me at the core and really allowed me to question what I really wanted to think about money and how I really wanted to relate to it. But it took me taking those steps and then really being triggered and spiraling in that questioning but now I see that you know the overflow that has really come in in the past 30 days or so where I'm really seeing the highest like over the span of 30 days I not only hit the five-figure goal that I was going for but it's almost doubled P.S. Quick shout out to the ladies who joined the Overflow Challenge. We wrapped that up about a couple weeks ago. The ladies who are most engaged, um, we did a group coaching session, which was really great. Some of y'all got some laser coaching sessions with me, some private laser coaching sessions. But I recorded an Overflow practice. It's five minutes. And it's the same process that has allowed me to experience that Overflow and literally the highest amounts of cash in the most ease and just having the most fun even after shit has gone down so if you're interested in that overflow practice just join the private facebook community and once you get access to that you'll see the link for that as well as all of the video tutorials um, where i give you some additional insight into why the process works how it works super effectively and i give you some additional trainings so that you become available to receive at the highest level but anyway (laughs) had to give that plug there but yeah that that overflow didn't really come in until I did some serious overhauling on how I was relating to money and I created that energy of overflow and abundance first and this is really controversial I know this is going to trigger some people, this is going to trigger some financial planners and whatever. I stopped focusing on the numbers, on how much I have in my savings and how much I have in my bank account and how much I have on my credit cards and how much I just stopped. Because at the end of the day, they're numbers and they're temporary. And oh my gosh, this is what came in through a a self-coaching session in my journal, I literally heard, I don't know if it's my highest self or God, I don't know, but it freaking flew out of my hand and I was like, whoa, who said that? Money is a great problem to have in any capacity. And I know this is going to trigger some people, but this is the truth. Money is such a freaking good problem to have. Listen, I've confronted health problems and, and death as themes not me personally obviously but like as themes this year and money is such a freaking good problem to have you want to know why because money 
is a, is something that is so temporary and it is meant to be exchanged. It is meant to be circulated. It's meant to flow into you and you're free to invest it and spend it how you want and spend it in the way that lights you up. Like money is meant to be circulated. And yes, of course, we can save some of it and we can invest some of it and we can spend like all of that is available but money is such a freaking good problem to have because it changes literally overnight because money is an energy that is available everywhere and people exchange money and people are everywhere there are over 7 billion people on the planet and there is so much abundance around us we are literally created out of an abundance of cells and energy so i was like wait money is such a freaking good problem to have because it can literally change overnight right So I created that sense of overflow. I stopped focusing on the numbers that were taking me out of the game. I stopped focusing on things that didn't serve me. Like it didn't serve me to sit and obsess over my savings and my credit card bills and whatever. Like it just didn't serve me. And when I stopped focusing on that part of it so much and cultivated that natural overflow energy and I reclaimed that focus and I focused on on all the abundance all the evidence that things were working out for me all the evidence that I was like creating overflow in my life guess what it freaking came (laughs) and it came in so much easier and so much faster so that was the second one that's really what I'm taking with me for moving forward is knowing that I create that sense of overflow and money loves to float to people who are feeling good who have big plans to utilize it to be in community with it to be in relationship with it and money loves people who are in their joy money loves to to float to people who are feeling good who don't need it who don't obsess over it so that's what i'm taking forward with me and i'm definitely going to keep implementing that overflow practice if you want the the goods on that just join the facebook community And you'll be able to get that link to the overflow practice. And then lastly, number three. Yeah, this took me out of the game quite a bit. I spent way too much time scrolling and double the amount of time buying into the myth that everyone else has their shit together. That everyone else has a secret that I don't. That everyone else is killing it and I'm not it would take me out of the game it would allow it would just cause me to spiral until i i felt the call to invest in like this $500 course from someone that i had been following for a while i was actually in a mastermind with her last year and i bought a course from her out of pure curiosity because i actually felt like a pull and i usually don't invest in like courses and stuff like that i just really value coaching and mentorship but I don't know why I like felt the call to do it and I was like whatever I feel the pull to do it I slept on it a couple days it still was there so I always honor that I'm like okay there's something here for me you know what it was (laughs) you know what you know what the lesson was the $500 lesson was I got into the program into the course and I was like wait I thought that this person was like so much better than me and had so much more figured out and this is not a dig against the other person this is just like me realizing like me seeing myself clearly through them i was like wait my spaces are so intimate what i bring to the table is so special why am i 
why am I second guessing myself? Why am I buying into this myth that just because people have these nicely curated graphics and are like popping champagne and throwing confetti in the air and like, you know, apple picking in the middle of fall on a Tuesday, like why am I buying into the belief that they're, they have a secret that I don't know, that they're so much better than me or that their programs are like this earth shattering thing like no and I really saw myself so clearly like wait my coaching and the way that I hold people and the spaces that I create is so intimate and it's so special and now I get to own that because I'm I'm not buying into the myth that everybody else has something that I don't or that I'm not enough so moving forward I know that the next level me really spends less time scrolling her consumption is like halved from what I'm doing right now and I am definitely allowing my assistant to support me in more ways so that I can detach from social media way more and focus in on my zone of genius which is serving and coaching and creating from a much more clean space than looking around and second guessing myself so yeah those are the three biggest areas of growth for me give you a little bit of insight into where I failed this year into where I took myself out of the game and prolonged it more than what was necessary and offering what the shift was for me what the lesson was underneath all that and I hope that this gives you some insight I hope that this served you I hope that this serves as reminders of just all the ways in which we tend to take ourselves out of the game and we get to we get in our own way and what we think is a step in the wrong direction or all the ways in which we think we need to retreat are really just opportunities for us to see how we can propel ourselves forward and grow and evolve and strengthen ourselves and strengthen our faith this year man (laughs) This year, this year has been a lot and I've spoken to a lot of coaches and everyone kind of feels that energy of like, man, this year was, this year was activating. This year was something. (laughs) And if you're feeling that energy too, just know that I've spoken to my spiritual friends and 2022 is, we're going to see why we were being prepared at that level and I'm really excited to see what's next so I hope that this shed some light like I said I, I know that it's way sexier to talk about all the wins and the juiciness um, and I'm more than happy to share all of that and take up you know the space when necessary and share just to show people what's really possible but also to be real and to peel it back and to show what happens before the quantum leap what happens in the day-to-day what happens behind the screen that a lot of people tend to hide away that contributes to the champagne popping confetti moments that make it to instagram so i love all of you so much i just i'm so honored that you're here and i feel so safe with you all which is why i'm just i'm so excited to share these failures with you i'll see you in the next episode and shout me out over on instagram tell me what you learned tell me what stuck out to you in this episode and i'll see you soon